0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Back from the Grid podcast. It's me, your favorite host, Cody. Thank you for joining us. And also, I'm joined today by Matthew, your second favorite host. Actually, you've got it. I think you
1: had it a little bit wrong this time. I I don't know
0: what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about either. Clearly, uh, all of our listeners' favorites, of course. Of course. Obviously. So, Matthew, we're back. We are. It's been a whole week, it's a lot a has happened, week. we a got lot. a lot to cover. A lot has happened. It's our 11th episode, Matthew.
1: Yeah, we made it to the
0: 11th. Holy cow.
1: It's we're si- we're two digits now.
0: I know, right? Well, we were two digits last time, but one of those digits was a zero, so... Now it's a one. Now it's a one. Okay, so, Matthew, what have you been up to for the past week? What games have you been playing? What life events have happened to you? Tell me some stuff. Work, 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 All work, day long. work, work. Think school. about school school school, 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 work, work, school. And
1: Civilization Five, obviously. Oh. Why um, is that? Oh, it's because uh, I've been playing a lot of Civ recently. Did somebody introduce America. you to yeah, this game? Yeah, Cody was like, in his last <laughs> podcast, when we were talking about games that we played as kids about, and Cody talked about Civ. I saw that. Uh, I talked about
0: an older version of Civ, but
1: yeah. yes. Um, and I looked into the game. I was like, okay, I'm interested. I'll give it a shot. I bought it. I played. I bought Civ Five Gold Edition
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, with all the DLC, having a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, I took down Japan, and now I'm a
0: warmonger. Of course.
1: And uh, I'm invading all of Europe. As you do. I'm manifesting all the destiny, Cody. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Manifesting
0: destinies is what we are all about. Okay, Chair, just start <laughs> screaming at me then. I'm not so, that fat. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: So, Cody, what have you been playing?
0: And or been up to uh, Well actually just today I was playing some Crusader Kings 2, forming a ever long lasting uh, noble dynasty to hopefully go on into the annals of time. Oh yeah. Yes, it's uh we were based around Constantinople and working to spread our influence across the world. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise work, school, work, work, school, school, work, work school, work, work, school, work, school, 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 work, school, 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 school. Work school. But hey, Matthew, guess what? Yeah. what What is it? Is it that time? It's that time. It's that the time. reason why people come to this podcast. The only thing that y'all are here to hear. And of course, we tell you at the beginning so that you can just leave and then never have to worry about it again. Just come on back next week to listen to what I have to say right now. Matthew, are you ready for this? I am ready. In 143 days, do you know what's going to happen? I don't know what will happen. Mountain Blade Bandlord! will be available for purchase awesome that's great hey also guess what guess what guess what guess what it now says on the steam page it will be available in march of 2020
1: oh snap hey um, uh, Thanos! snap i did see No, don't on do there. that
0: that would get rid <laughs> of it <laughs> that would break away half of the game and it would take them another 20 years to get oh, to a release i'm gonna do it don't you I'm do gonna it. do it all right so matthew
1: so, um Kirby. are you not excited? I am excited. Florida's. I did see the other games were on sale on Steam.
0: Yes, and I'm, I'm trying to convince you to buy them, but not if you don't think you want to play them. I will look into it. Yes, they're they're very good games. Mountain Blade Warband is a very good game. The later game is just a little iffy, mm-hmm. but it's worth a play for sure, especially before Bannerlord comes out, so that you can understand why we do this segment every, every episode. Time. It's gonna be weird when the game comes out, though, because then. I can't do this anymore. That's when you do update videos on like wh- exactly. how your progress is.
1: You just exactly. start one
0: gigantic future game. projects, Matthew, future projects,
1: future projects. There I, you go. I do
0: actually like want to do a full breakdown of what this game is going to be, but don't have the time just yet. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Matthew, we've got some special people that have done some special things. Oh, yeah. To get some special rewards. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? Of course we didn't. What? We what? didn't do anything oh, like that. No, of course not. So, Matthew, we did something last podcast because it's oopsie, our 10th oopsie. podcast. So, why don't you uh, tell us about that?
1: So, we did run a contest. Contest? Contest, contest last uh, episode. We just ran some
0: contests <laughs> around
1: here, you know. <laughs> to celebrate it being our 10th episode, we went ahead and did a contest to give away
0: some games. Yes, because you all are awesome and deserve free games
1: and wonderful, beautiful people. Yes. Who obviously needs some more time obviously. taken away from you their lives? You need some more
0: time wasters. Yeah. So, so Matthew, anyway. what game did you put towards this wonderful person who's going to win these games?
1: So, my game to you guys is going to be, Drumroll. Doom 2016,
0: now. PC edition pc version because we're pc gamers
1: and it's a great game i had a huge blast playing And you've completed it i have and i loved it all the way through i don't care what any reviewer says on saying it gets stale after like the fourth hour i do not give a crap it is a blast shooting demons going to hell and you know fighting all these monsters and stuff like that i can say this because i'm talking about the place you can I can you say can. that.
0: I, I, It doesn't bother okay. me. I don't <laughs> you
1: were giving me that look of, oh, God, he said the word. I mean, not really.
0: That's just my face. But anyway, please. <laughs> That's continue. your
1: face in general. No, I had a blast playing it. I thought it was one of the best reboots that I've seen in the last couple of years, because honestly, I don't think anyone really had any high hopes. And to be honest, it didn't really have that very uh, or just best in general, didn't really have much hope for the game. They barely showed much of it when they actually did announce it um and i guess not a lot of people were like super pumped up for it but when the game released it was awesome Mm -hmm. it had such amazing gameplay it was like you were a ballerina of death yes now i won't say the multiplayer is really that great it's nice i call it i'd consider it more of a bonus but the one thing that i definitely loved from doom 2016 was the snap map feature which allowed you to make custom levels so mm-hmm. you could do, and it was super in depth. It looked super basic on the level, mm-hmm. but you could like do programs, cutscenes, do like audio dialogue and stuff like that. It was super in depth. I mean, I've seen people do stuff like making Five Nights at Freddy's in Doom. Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, doing like they made all these custom game modes and stuff. Like, and it's you like some guy actually remade the original Doom levels into it. Oh, very It was nice. John Carmack, I believe. He actually did. A map pack within it he's no longer with it. i'm pretty mm-hmm, certain mm-hmm. anymore but he ended up releasing his own mod pack and it ended up getting highlighted well not mod pack but a, a snap map pack mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Map and pack. it was all the original levels nice. from doom yes. one very nice and it was super cool i've i've yeah so personally i think the game's awesome i feel like the winner of this game we'll
0: definitely have a great time with it and if you happen to already own one or both of these games then you have a good gift for christmas coming up for yeah, there you go you just give it to
1: somebody or for christmas or for hanukkah or, or for any of those yeah we got halloween coming up there you go you can just yeah you can scare friend. the
0: crap out of somebody with a demon killing game <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. okay but there is one more game that y'all are gonna win are you ready for this drum roll please Creeper World 3 Arc Eternal. Oh, yeah. All right, I know what you're thinking. All right, I know what you're thinking. But this game doesn't look very interesting, and it's, like, super cheap on Steam. Okay, but hear me out. Usually, a lot of people I don't think would make the purchase of this game because I think it's a fairly old game, uh, and it has not gotten as much attention as I feel like it should. However, this game, I have played through the entire game. I loved every second of it. I played the game for hours and hours and hours on end. It is a wonderfully built game. The core mechanics of this game remind me of when I used to play like uh, those old weebly browser, you know, video games at school whenever I was trying to, you know, waste time and get the day over with because, you know, you got to go to Weebly because you can't go to any other sites because the school blocks them and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But uh, it it has that feel to it, but it's actually a fully fleshed out game. It's got like a storyline, a whole mystery. They do a great job at drip feeding you, not drip feeding you, just like strategically giving you more and more access to different things that you can do in the game until eventually you build up and you build up. And Actually, there's a pretty huge twist at the end of the game that I was not expecting, and it was actually very interesting. So I fully recommend you play and complete this game. It's a wonderful game. And once again, if you already have this game, then you're free to give it to somebody else for a present or whatever you would like to do. So, yes, thank you all so much for everyone who entered. We're going to do the drawing here in just a second. We're going to do it live on the podcast. Uh, I do want to mention that if you are listening to this in the future uh, or... Uh, you know you didn't get the chance to participate in this right now we are probably going to do this every 10th episode so if that's all you ever do is come back for each 10th episode then feel free because we're going to be doing one of these drawings every 10th episode with different games that both me and matthew and fully enjoy and highly recommend that you guys play Uh, and all you'll have to do is go to facebook uh, share comment like on the post that we created for this contest and you'll be entered to win it's really just that simple uh, you got to do all three to be able to be entered to win, but once you do, then oh, just kick the table, then you don't have to do anything else. So, yes, it's uh, there's some really good games in there, and best of luck to all who have entered. So, Matthew, are you ready to do the drawing? I am ready. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go ahead. And the winner is... Cheyenne! Uh, Congratulations, Cheyenne, for winning these two incredible games. And we will contact you over Facebook Messenger and get you the Steam keys for these games. So thank you all so much for entering, uh, and good luck to everybody on the next one. So just stick around with us, and you might get another chance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we we don't know what games we'll be offering up in the future, but uh, yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast for 10 Whole episodes, now 11, and on with, okay, words, in the (laughs) spirit of that, this Monday, for anybody who did not win the the drawing, uh, you can still get a special event. We're going to be streaming on Monday the 14th of October, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., so come on out, say hi, hang out with us. Actually, if you guys get there at the beginning of the game, then you're free to play with us. We're going to be playing Civ Five, and we're just going to be running a game until 2 o'clock from 10 to 2. And if you guys want to play with us, then, I mean, I don't see any issue with that. You just have to, you know, get there when the stream starts. Or you can just come, hang out, say hi, ask us questions. Just, you know, watch us be stupid in SID <laughs> 5.
1: <laughs> and it'll be
0: great. It'll be wonderful. I'm going to
1: manifest all the destiny. All, all the destiny. You're going to be like, what the heck are you doing? No, stop. No. And
0: then I'll nuke him and everything will be better.
1: Yeah. Yes. perfect we're all new q
0: first uh well you'll have to see monday 14th of october 10 a.m to 2 p.m okay so matthew yes i'm sure everybody's getting really tired of all of our announcements and actually wants us to get into well, i don't know what that was <laughs> actually <laughs> That's a train get, get i like into... trains oh i thought that was coming out of your laptop but yes that was a train if you guys can't hear that so <laughs> let's actually get into what we're here to do and entertain the folks so matthew our first and most beloved segment is we're going to talk about stuff that makes us nostalgic.
1: Yes, we are. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Wonderful for this. segment. Yes. What All are right. we talking about today? So we're going to be talking about the most impactful
0: movie series. So what is the movie series that has impacted us the most? Ooh, that's that's kind of difficult, but I think I've got a good one. However, you, you go ahead. Go ahead.
1: That's a hard question for me. Um... Part of me is split. Mm. Part of me would like to say Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and it probably is the majority. However, I wasn't that huge of a fan of Harry Potter,
0: although it, it, it is a very it wasn't impactful bad. Series. It
1: is an impactful series. The mm-hmm. movie series was really good. I understand it's not the greatest mm-hmm. film series of all time, or I'm anything. sure there's going to be people <laughs> <that are laughs> they're going to start being like, "Oh,
0: triggered." No, it's, it's, well, I mean, that's, that's subjective, but you know, uh, if you don't feel like it was the best one of all time, then that's okay. But why do you think it's the most impactful?
1: Uh, I mean, I still found it to be impactful because, you know, just, it was Harry Potter. Right. (laughs) It was such a big event whenever a movie would come out, in my opinion. Like I'd always see these movie theaters, like get lined up for the next one to come Mm -hmm. out. Like What was the first one? The Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah, Sorcerer's Stone. I remember when that came out, when Mm -hmm. I was, like, super, super young. Or, like, I remember my brother talking about it when I was, like, super, Mm -hmm. super young. And, like, it was huge. Yeah. And, I mean, the later ones especially. I remember the Goblin of Fire. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, man.
0: That was, like, such a huge thing back when I was young. A good way to think about it, it's basically our generation's Star Wars.
1: Yeah. That's what I would consider I mean, a lot of the younger generation, the millennial, and, like, G, like, generation. Uh,
0: Gen z a lot of them
1: are harry potter fans or you know the lot i feel like the majority of fans are Mm -hmm. from those two well yeah because i mean
0: the whole series like between i mean the movie series anyway between launch and the final movie which now apparently isn't the final movie but you know whatever i feel like i just realized something though
1: Hmm. Now that you just made that analogy, it makes Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them more apparent because you said it was like right? Star Wars. Are we in that prequel trilogy <laughs> okay, space? Let's not get into oh, that. no. What the first done? Fantastic
0: Beasts was great. <laughs> the second one, not so much, in my opinion. Anyway, what I was going to say is that uh, like the whole from start of the Sorcerer's Stone to the release of Deathly Hall- Hallows Part 2 was basically like the whole time a kid grows up. And we basically grew up with Harry Potter and there would be new new movies all the time. Uh, I didn't get into the series until it was like halfway out. And then I like caught up with it and tried to keep track with it. But it's a really good series.
1: Yeah, no, it was a really good one. Another one that I really liked when I was in from middle school to high school. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to sound stupid for it. um, Hunger Games. No, that's fair. It's better than Twilight. What? I don't know what you said. (laughs) Your Um, opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Although I agree with it. (laughs) I mean... Despite what people say, I mean, people are kind of like 50 50, part people are kind of like, oh, all it is is just a copy of that battle royale, like, uh, or battle royale that Japanese or Chinese like book slash movie. I feel like it's it it gets more political and stuff like that. It like brings up like this whole like it's like a government that owns Mm -hmm. all these districts, like the states, and they're like, hey. We're going to take two of your people and we're going to like almost execute them or have them kill each other.
0: No, The Hunger Games as a series is is a classic. Now, I read both of the books. Uh, it was The Hunger Games. I think that was just the name of the first book and then Catching Fire. And I read most of Mockingbird, but not all of it. Uh, but the the book series were amazing. And like the movie series, I didn't quite like them as much because I didn't feel they were close enough to the books. However, you know... Whenever you have a book series being turned into a movie series, there's always gonna be conflicts and issues and whatnot. But uh yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I really like the whole idea of it as well.
1: Did you hear that they are making another book in the Hungry Games series?
0: I did not hear that.
1: I I did hear as like um they'd recently announced the uh person who wrote the last couple ones mm-hmm. did announce that they are indeed making another one. It's gonna be called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes.
0: Oh, if you want to, like, hear I'll show. Oh, yeah, i take your word for it. Yeah.
1: And hey, everybody, my computer battery oh, yeah, is running on low. we should probably
0: mute our uh, laptops, Matthew. That might be smart.
1: That may be smart.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, but yes, those are very good, impactful movie series. And I guess this does kind of tie into, like, impactful book series as well. But uh, maybe we'll touch on that in another podcast. But, uh, Matthew. Yeah. So I've only got one that I've, I would call the most impactful movie series of my childhood, which yes. makes me nostalgic. And I recently rewatched it, too, because it's really good. And uh, you all are probably going to laugh <clears throat> at this, but I have a good reason. So my most impactful movie series growing up, and the one that makes me very nostalgic, is one that, on the surface, has really not much value it's you know it's it's a pretty standard uh crap was it disney that made that no it was dreamworks dreamworks uh animation oh oh, oh 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 it's not shrek dang it shrek was great but it wasn't the most impactful movie series. how
1: is it not shrek's amazing is it there like a piece a great of art but it's
0: not impactful well okay, are you
1: what no 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 it's no, no, not no, 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 the no.
0: most impactful movie scene oh my god don't just, like, spam the microphone, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
1: no, 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 okay. no, no,
0: So, what I'm talking about is Kung Fu Panda. Oh. Now, I know. I know what you're thinking. It's stupid. What do you think? Okay. So, as a movie, I'm not saying that it's the best movie of all time. I'm not saying that it's better than any other things. I'm saying oh, that yes. growing up... Shut your face. <laughs> that growing uh. up... It was the most impactful movie series for me personally. And that's because the two, the first two, the third one was just like a good wrap up of the series, but it wasn't very impactful for me. But the first two, the first two really spoke to me because growing up, I, you know, I didn't have the best childhood, who does? Uh, But the the premise of the first movie, which if you don't know, I'm going to spoil it here. So skip ahead a little bit. If you don't want spoilers, it's been out for like 10 years. So if I spoil it for you, I mean, kind of your own fault at this point. Uh, the The premise of the first movie is that Poe, the main character, is stumbles in to be chosen as the Dragon Warrior, the quote unquote apex, uh, you know, defender of Kung Fu in China and whatnot. And at first, he's just a regular guy. He, uh, you know, he has a, he loves Kung Fu, but he doesn't actually know how to do Kung Fu. So you know, he goes through the whole movie and he you know, learns and whatnot and trains and stuff (laughs) overcomes hardships and whatnot of people not thinking that he could do it. And at the very, towards the very end of the movie, you know, the big bad is coming up. He's getting really close. You know, it's time. He's going to have to fight him, fight this guy who's, who could like kill some of the greatest Kung Fu warriors of all time. And so he has to, the thing that would make him the dragon warrior is this scroll. And that's what the big bad is coming for. And so the scroll, he finally obtains the scroll and they open it up. He struggles with it for a second, tries to chew on it, get it open because he can't get it open. And then the little, you know, trash panda gets it open for him. He gets it out, he looks at it and it's blank. And they don't know what to do. And all of it is just, you know, oh no, he's almost here. What are we going to do? All right, evacuate the valley. And, you know, the, the master of the, the dojo or whatever will stay and hold him off long enough for everyone to escape. So they do that. You know, he goes back down into the Valley of Peace, you know, goes to his dad, the duck, because he's a panda. Don't worry about mm-hmm. that. It gets figured out in second and third movies. And uh, you know, he's all sad and depressed, and he's like, like, you know, his his whole destiny that he thought he had is just dissolved been in front of out. him. It's been ripped away. But, you know, uh, his dad owns a noodle shop, and the whole gimmick of the noodle shop is his secret ingredient soup that it's better than any every other soup because it has a secret ingredient and so the dad trying to cheer up his son and you know hopefully uh help him out here tells him the secret ingredient so he brings him in close and he says the secret ingredient is nothing to make something special you just have to believe it's special yeah it's cliche and stuff but the premise of it to me, and how it was impactful as a child, was that you didn't have to be born with talent, you didn't have to be born into a family with money, you didn't have to, you know, be super good at everything and anything in the world, to be what you wanted to be, you just had to believe in yourself, and I know it sounds stupid, and I know it's not the first time it's ever been done, but as a child, that spoke really deeply to me, and, uh, yeah, so... That's why Kung Fu Panda is the most impactful series. The second one also has a good story, but I don't really want to keep blathering on here to you guys like I'm preaching or something. So <laughs> I'll leave that for another time uh, if we can get to it. But uh, so, yeah, what do you think? That
1: was uh, deeper than I thought you would. Holy crap. I know, right? You <laughs> actually uh, got emotional there. Got a, was... got a little
0: deep there. I could go deeper, but let's. I'm trying to keep this light, so let's not... <laughs> But anyway, let's go into the next. uh, Let's move along here pretty quick. Uh, Get away from from that. But yeah, Kung Fu Panda is really great. You should go watch it if you haven't ever seen it. So gaming news, Matthew, or entertainment news or, you know, news of some sort. You've got a pretty controversial, controversial story thing. i will keep my opinion is based in china so this is kind of a bad segment into this uh this okay so warning to anybody uh this we have a biases topic this is a controversial topic we obviously have a side that we agree with and a side we disagree with if you have differing opinions than us just know that it doesn't make us dislike you or anything and hopefully you don't dislike us because just because we have differing views doesn't mean we have to hate each other. Just this is going to be our best effort at keeping this unbiased, but we are going to have bias. So just fair warning. That being
1: said, we'll talk about this. We will try to keep it <clears throat> as much as newsworthy so yes. that way you can develop your own conclusion. So that way, you know, we're not gray news. We're going to try to be We're not a news
0: thing. Yeah, we're not we're a news a thing. Show
1: we're so talk show we're
0: going to add our flavor to it yeah but we'll try to be respectful because we understand that this is a very controversial subject so
1: we'll go ahead and
0: but you have been tests. warned fair warning okay matthew take it away
1: activision blizzard is under a lot of fire as of late due to recent events that has happened on tuesday during a hearthstone competition the player wa blitz chung chung vocalized his support of hong kong's liberation movement which uh if you don't know there's a lot of protest happening in hong kong china right now um he said during the live stream liberate hong kong revolution of our times activision then proceeded to take all of his winnings and ban him for 12 months from all hearthstone esports events not only did they do that but they also fired the casters that hosted the event even though they had nothing to do with what Blitz Chang said people all over the internet have since then voiced their disappointment with Activision and blizzard hashtag Twitter uh, boycott blizzard was trending on fa- uh, on Twitter as of recent. And I think it is still po- uh, most likely is um, politicians such as Marco Rubio and Litch McConnell have um, voiced Mitch their McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Oh, Hey, I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure some <laughs> people would call him Mitch. A Mitch McConnell have voiced their disappointment with the American company and have said that they're kind of just like bending over and for the most part, uh, um, basically letting these companies, this uh, Chinese party kind of walk over them. Mm -hmm. Um, Their words, not mine. Um, And uh, even Blizzard employees have voiced their disappointment with the company, Mm -hmm. with some of them even staging walkouts. And in fact, at one point, one of the people that worked there, um, they have a statue up front uh, from Blizzard's headquarters um, that says, Every Voice Matters. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the employees proceeded to take up two pieces of paper and some office tape and cover that up as protest towards what Blizzard did. Um, So Activision has since then released a public statement saying that they banned him not because of his actions, but because that he broke the rule stating um, as such during an event any contestants that speak uh, that speech can be deemed as offensive towards a group of the public or is speech is det- uh, damaging towards blizzard's image will result in the removal of said event and the reduction of the player's prize pool money to zero dollars however and uh, activision's been trying to say well we we're not doing that because we're trying to like Be sympathetic towards any switch side. We did it because he clearly broke a rule and he clearly messed up. You know, he shouldn't have done that. He broke our tournament rules, so that's why we didn't do it because of this. However, uh, Chinese Blizzard, like actual uh, Chinese's Blizzard Twitter Mm -hmm. page, says a completely different story. If you go to read one of their posts, which a kind Reddit user translated
0: into English, yep,
1: they translated it in English. This is what it read: "We are very angered and disappointed at what happened at the event, and do not condone it in any way. We are highly, uh, we are also highly object. We highly object the spreading of personal political beliefs in this manner. Effective immediately, we've banned the contestant from events and terminated work with the broadcasters." We will also respect and defend, we will always respect and defend the pride of your country. So, yeah, that's the whole story. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Cody, that was a lot to digest.
0: Okay. So, here's my thoughts. Um, I'm going to try to say this in the best way possible. Obviously, the issue that is striking here and the reason why it's so controversial is it's a competing ideologies. There's democracy and communism. I'm not going to say that I'm not, I'm not going to try to like spark that debate. Obviously, some people think one ideology is better and some other people think another ideology is better. I personally have my own beliefs I very much think highly of one of those ideologies and very much think very poorly of one of the other ideologies, but I'm not going to specify because we try to keep this light. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to get political. I really don't want to get political. But I think I feel like that's why it's so controversial because
1: it's too, uh, basically a company, story too conflicting.
0: Yeah. A company that is based in a country that has one ideology has acted upon a a person utilizing that ideology in the way of a separate country with the separate ideology. And I feel like that's where where the issue here comes from, because, okay, I just have to be blunt about it. In America, you're expected to have free speech. You're expected to be able to say what you want to say without being unjustly punished for it. Now, if you yell fire in a crowded movie theater, you're going to get arrested. If you spit, you know, Uh, obscenities and insults at someone you're going to get punched gonna happen it's just the way it goes but in this manner the way that they said like he you know uh, defied the terms and uh, services of agreements and whatnot that he wouldn't what was it again uh
1: contestants are not allowed to speak um make a speech or statement Mm -hmm.
0: that is deemed
1: offensive towards
0: deemed offensive that's very broad. Yeah, it's very broad. He, he, okay. So in my opinion, which all of this is, as an, uh, a statement that is offensive to someone is a statement that is targeting someone. And I feel as though he was not targeting China or the people of China in a negative way. He was supporting the rights of Hong Kong and the Hong Kong people. Now, again, to sum all this up, the reason why this is so divisive is because there is currently a divide between Hong Kong and China, and there is violence and protests and lots of negative things that are happening to people, and, uh, you know, it's a rough situation.
1: To be fair towards Activision, um, to Activision's defense, I feel like they did have a fair ish kind of excuse to go ahead and wheel themselves into and i feel like if they had not speak in such a way as to be super like i feel like if that post of chinese uh that chinese post did not Mm -hmm. happen and if the two um broadcasters it would make them be like a little bit more like okay Mm -hmm. now i understand it because personally yeah i understand it's a competition yeah you wouldn't want nfl players Mm -hmm. saying Uh,
0: okay let's not get into that that's a whole other thing. Protests versus during things and kneeling and that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you know what I'm saying though? I is, know what right? you're saying. It's it's like it's they have, the, re- they have the right to do that and they yeah. clearly stated it. They didn't just go, Oh, Hey, that was an unwritten rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're taking your money and then everybody, if that was the case, mm-hmm. then by all means go at it. But I mean, if they let the people that were competing know in advance, like, mm-hmm. Hey, this is a rule. If you violate this rule, You will
0: Mm -hmm. not win Mm -hmm. and you will have your money revoked and you will not be allowed to enter in. And I think what you were telling me earlier is that like another reason that people are pissed off about this is because they over, they, they overdid it. They They overreacted by targeting the broadcasters, which had nothing nothing
1: to do with it. They did nothing Mm -hmm. wrong. All they did like, okay, they, they actually helped him because like they shut the whole thing down. Like he, they cut away from him. They cut the audio. Mm Mm-hmm they like they they ducked down they kind of giggled a little bit but not whole lot i mean that's not enough to be like
0: oh yep yeah, these yeah, people yeah they didn't like oh here's the the uh, you know person saying these words and you know we respect this and we we you know want this to continue and we hope that everything he said here will be taken and utilized you know they, they just shut it down which is what they were supposed to do in accordance to the agreement that they all agreed to when they did this thing
1: yeah, they shut him down before he could continue on any further. And yet, even though they did what they did, they got punished for it, which is stupid.
0: And not even punished. They got terminated.
1: Yeah, they got, they got completely. the
0: ultimate punishment that they could have gotten. They didn't just get a slap on the wrist, you know, hey, make sure this doesn't happen again or something like that. They just got kicked immediately.
1: I mean, and then be, they've been pretty vocal on like Twitter, stating that their whole like career, as far as that would go, as being host for those kind of events is pretty much just... Mm -hmm. completely destroyed
0: all because of one The actions of somebody else yeah it wasn't even their fault i mean there was nothing they could have done did nothing except that they what they did and I, i think what i don't know if we we made this clear enough but uh how activision said on their regular or on their like english page like oh yeah he violated the terms of service but then on the chinese page they specifically said like oh this was a disgusting act of this and this and like in that way they were obviously making a support they were they were uh okay so
1: i feel like they were pandering towards both sides of the coin Mm -hmm. and they were trying just to like equalize it out Mm -hmm. but they ended up just making it even more
0: well what the what the uh, chinese version of their uh posts could have been could be construed the same way they could be offensive to the people in hong kong but they did it anyway
1: yeah so really that no one no one
0: benefited from the their reaction towards it. I yeah, I think the issue here is that A- Activision was just they they too strongly they reacted. overreacted. They overreacted especially given So okay, this is something that I don't know and I'm I, I'm actually curious. Where did the competition take place? Like what was the location? Uh,
1: I I don't know the
0: specific okay, location. Could you look at I the, don't want to oh, go quick. Yeah. Okay, just cuz I'm curious like If it was somewhere in America, like in a state in the state of America, in a state of America, or if it was like international or something like that, that would that would change my opinion on this just a little bit. Because I feel like if you have a competition like this in a democratic country and the players want to express their democracy, then I feel like that should not be, uh, you know, attacked as much as it was. But if it was something international, then I could understand their, uh, you know, way of doing this, but, and on the flip side, honestly, a, a competition like that puts a person in a very specific situation and the terms and services agreements and whatever, it was a little vague, but it didn't exactly specify, you know, that you can't make a, make a statement in support of something, you know, and i mean it's it's a rough situation because a lot of people uh support hong kong and what they're doing and their their strive to become a free people but then a lot of people support china as well just you know quash their rebellion and whatever else they want to do i'm not on that side but like i said this is gonna get a little little biased and whatnot but i mean that's just the way it is when you're talking about competing ideologies and, and Overall, it's just a rough situation, and I'm running out of words to say while Matthew looks looks up this information. Uh, but yeah, so it's definitely not an ideal situation, and I understand why people are outraged against Activision. Uh, I think they were far out of line. Um, not entirely. Uh, you know, that the statement he made probably would have been better suited to interviews after he won in in a more neutral environment because to be honest activision is a company and they are not bound by the bill of rights to an extent it's it's a it's a very tough situation matthew
1: it does look like this was a i wouldn't say really like i feel like it was
0: like a was it an international yes yeah. thing where was, it was it? an international game do you can you find where it was located um <clears throat> but it was an international game
1: no, I mean, like, is in, like, it was done, like, the broadcasters were somewhere else
0: during it. Where was the actual game taking place?
1: Um, it's looking like he was most... I don't want to say anything, because they don't have any information on it. I mean, I've okay. already done the digging as far as, like, trying to find out where mm-hmm. this event took place. By the looks of it, and I've already assumed when I was watching the broadcast, because mm-hmm. they didn't show any like you know how if you see an esport event it usually takes place in an arena or something yeah um this did not look like that which makes sense as it's a mobile game and it's just a card game mm-hmm. but that doesn't excuse it because they do have yeah. it for other card games but it was a fairly small comp uh, it was a fairly small competition
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean they only had like live cams on them yeah like <clears throat> like they had live like they recorded it oh sorry they recorded yeah. it on a camera, on like a computer or something. That's what it looked like.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, honestly, Activision overreacted, whether it was taking place in America or elsewhere. Uh, but effectively, my opinion on it is that they overreacted and they the situation could have been handled so much better than they handled it. They, they went hard and fast and they should have tried to be more understanding because, uh, you know, just because... They don't want to offend anyone uh in China, you know, they can't just disregard uh, you know, someone's beliefs uh in that way because it's shared by so many other people. I don't it's a very complicated issue. Uh but yeah, that's my thoughts on it anyway, Matthew.
1: So yeah. Um on to the next story.
0: Um yes. I actually have two stories that I'm gonna talk about. And we're gonna get much lighter than that last story. <laughs> Everybody, so let's do it. I'm going to talk about the future of the MCU and how Deadpool is going to be a Marvel Cinematic Universe character. What? Oh, I know. Okay, so uh the first thing I want to talk about is Deadpool 3. Uh, on this this uh, uh, news article I have pulled up, it will reportedly be R-rated, so you can rest easy. Woo-hoo! Disney Yay. is not going to try to, you know... PGFI Deadpool. At least not in his mainstay movies.
1: He can which I'm not shocked because I remember our earlier podcasts we did talk about the fact that uh we were concerned uh, about that. Yeah, we were concerned about it, but I do remember when that dealing was going through that uh the CEO of Disney's did say that don't worry, he's gonna like continue to stay R rated. Yeah. But um, CEOs say
0: things that are But they were unsure at the time. time. Yeah. They were
1: like, We didn't know how to handle it, mm-hmm. we don't know how this is gonna go and i guess they probably are like okay solo films can stay r rated mm-hmm. um however when we try to like do crossovers he'll probably he have to tone is it down
0: going to be like i think what they the idea is that like he's not going to be a i don't know like a central sort of character but he's going to be in those movies in some way shape or form which is amazing and i actually saw Somebody saying that he should take over Stanley's cameos and just have it be Deadpool's <laughs> dead cameos. I'm Deadpool. I love that. I love
1: oh, that. Oh, man. He just like he's in like every
0: Marvel you movie. You just see, like, they're walking through a hallway and you just see him peek through a door and then leave or something. But he's no, like, I, I'm everywhere. Actually, uh, one of the other things is that um, is reportedly being discussed at the moment, not necessarily, uh, you know, assured. But as I mentioned in the last episode, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is coming back to the MCU officially. And because of Tom Holland and, you know, he talked to the Disney CEO uh, and spoke with him and convinced him to uh, bring Spider-Man back. So Tom Holland is the best. Love Tom Holland. And um, so, yeah, what's reportedly being discussed right now is a Spider-Man and Deadpool team-up film. Wait, what? I know. What? Because as far as I'm understand in the comics spider-man and deadpool are like best friends yeah they are yeah yeah so we're actually might get an mcu marvel film of spider-man and deadpool together
1: i would not want tom holland anywhere near <laughs> deadpool <laughs> he's, he's like, like no don't him. put him near him he's gonna Stop corrupt him.
0: him okay but i i am protect so, him cover his ears so looking forward to this uh i just really i was not okay after Endgame, I sort of lost any and all interest I had in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Especially I watched Far the, From Home.
1: Especially when Sony announced that they
0: Yeah, were... especially like the series is ending and then they're going to take Spider-Man. It's like, okay, well, everything's falling apart now and what's the point? But now Spider-Man's back and... Okay, so I watched Far From Home. I didn't enjoy it as much as I would usually enjoy an MCU film.
1: Was it better than the uh, Homecoming, would you well, say? Well, that
0: just depends on your, your perspective it has a much broader, uh, it has a much broader existence than Homecoming. It's not just like Spider-Man is some side character trying to save a plane full of artifacts. He's actually like coming into his own in this film. And I mean, it's a good film. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a bad film. I know for a fact that this is a good film. It just didn't quite stick with me as Marvel films usually do. But with the ending credit scenes. It made it worth it. It made it worth it. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you what they are. So if you haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home, go ahead and skip forward for a little bit. So the first end credits scene, you haven't seen Far From Home yet, have you?
1: I have not, but I've already had it spoiled
0: to me what happens. And
1: also it's on DVD and
0: Blu-ray now, so it's not really. So at the very end, um, Mysterio quote-unquote dies. Who knows? Because he's Mysterio. Quote-unquote dies. Spider-Man doesn't necessarily kill him but he doesn't necessarily save him either as far as i remember it's it's been a minute uh so at the very end mysterio set up this whole contraption to oust spider-man who he is and make it look like spider-man did kill him in cold blood which didn't happen but that's what he made it look like uh Why so would
1: people believe that considering since spider-man it was
0: convincing it was it was a convincing twist at the very end but the thing that made it that made it for me that, like, solidified this movie as Marvel movie, MCU, things are going to be okay as long as Sony and, Mar- and uh, Disney... Marvel play nice. Yeah, play nice, was when... Oh, crap, what's his name? Hold on, hold on. Matthew, talk about stuff for a second. I have to look up an actor's name.
1: Uh, Things, things, things. Wait, are you talking about um Nick Theory? No, keep talking. Um, So, what kind of movies... Oh hey, speaking of movies, uh Cody and me are actually planning on watching The Joker uh tonight as of uh we recording this so Thursday. So that way we could potentially do a review of The Joker next podcast. So that's one thing to be excited for.
0: Um we're I'm going to go to Got take- it. Oh, okay. Yes, we'll we'll get back to that in a second. Okay, so what made this movie for me was the cameo by J. Jonah Jameson at the very end of the film, reprising his role that he was. uh, No, uh, in the okay, reprising his role as I think it was like the character in Spider-Man like video game. No, 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 no. No, he was he was the guy that like uh said Spider-Man is horrible, Spider-Man is awful. yeah And I in a way it was more like the um more like the video game, but that... reprising his role as the Toby Maguire Spider-Man guy. Same guy in for, so it was connecting the universes and it's it, I love it. Obviously love it's it. the better version. I love it. The Toby Maguire. I love version. It. <laughs> I love it. Except and, for Spider-Man okay, 3. There has been rumors there has been rumors that Doctor Strange's multiverse movie or whatever could go into the Tobey Maguire universe.
1: I would be down to see how Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's been doing this whole time. Right? So, oh, wait, oh, hold oh, on. Oh.
0: So, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, wasn't that Fox?
1: No, 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 no no, 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 no. It was, was Sony. It?
0: it was Sony, really? Yeah, Sony. It was, a. Uh, but, I mean, they have the deal now, so... They could intermingle that that old universe and bring it back. I don't know. There's been there's been whispers, nothing confirmed or anything. But You know what they could do? I am excited to see where this you goes. You know what they could do? So excited what?
1: They could make it like uh Toby Maguire's version of Spider-Man It's like the Spider-Man from uh, the Spider-Verse.
0: Could. Could bet. Uh, they, and actually there was also talk about a, that's how they could a bring live miles action game. miles. Like a live action Miles. I don't know if they're actually going to say that it's the Miles from the comic book universe movie from Into the Spider-Verse, but I would not be surprised if they found a way to link those because that movie was the best Spider-Man movie ever made.
1: Do you know uh, Donald Glover from, the, from Homecoming? Uh, what's he look like? The guy that uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man was, was on the, the boat.
0: Friend? No, he was like
1: trying to ask him where uh, Vulture was. And he, he had, uh, he like went like spider he spider webbed his hand to the back of his car. And then he's like, dude, you gotta let me out. And he's like, Oh, sorry. It's going to take two hours. And then he's like, I got ice cream in here.
0: Oh, that's Donald glover. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a rumor going around saying that that guy is actually the uncle Oh, of Miles. Of Miles
0: Morales. Oh, I could see that. I can which that. Could,
1: and that makes sense if you go back and rewatch it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Okay, yeah, because they gave him his own scene, which is really weird for a side. And character he did like
1: mention. That. I'm pretty sure he also did mention his nephew. Did he? Yeah,
0: I don't know about that. Uh... He's like,
1: well, he's like, did he's he? hustling and all this, so for his nephew.
0: Okay, yeah, but he didn't say the name of his nephew, though. Yeah,
1: see? I don't know. It's I mean, they could they're, they're do it. They're leaving it
0: open, man. They're leaving it open. I've also heard that Captain Marvel is going to be one of the leaders of the new Avengers. Oh, that's another thing. Deadpool is reportedly supposed to be joining the Avengers. Like, officially. Oh, my God. I forgot about that until just now. So um, There's so much good stuff, man. Oh, and Wolverine. And Wolverine is... Oh, they're trying to get Hugh Jackman back to play Wolverine, and they're gonna make a Wolverine versus Hulk movie, but like with MCU characters. And then they're also making Fantastic Four, dude. It's it's so great. It's gonna be an exciting Disney is of a scary years. company now because they're way too big, but I don't care because <laughs> I get my Marvel movies.
1: Anyway, so moving along.
0: Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! I know we're running late. Uh, or. We have 15 minutes until we have to leave for the movie. So, uh, yeah, we should probably.
1: We that. should probably
0: move. But we've had some really big, really big things. Okay, so something I want to talk about. Just uh-huh. real quick. Last week's versus segment, we had some technical difficulties and we couldn't quite get the the poll posted. Uh, so we just, the poll didn't get posted, unfortunately. So we don't have a winner. It's, a, it's just a draw for last week's. But we will get it posted this time. And we actually have a pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, and actually, Matthew, I'm thinking let's save this one for next time, too, because we're running low on time. Actually, we got 15 minutes before we got to leave. We'll Less
1: give you a minutes. small teaser of what it's going to be. It's me, Mario.
0: And then and then. Come on. OK, he didn't. Just get sh- Where get. is she? Where is she? And, uh, yeah, that's your teaser for um, next week's uh, verses. It's going to be a doozy. Yeah. So, Matthew, let's go ahead and move along because I don't think we have enough time to do the Versus segment. Your favorite segment.
1: Yes. Okay. My favorite section. Take it away. Oh, boy. So, last podcast, I asked you if you could be Thanos, who or what would you snap away? And nobody responded to it.
0: Well, you know, it happens. It but happens, we can still talk about it. But
1: we can talk about it. So, Cody, who or what would you snap away as he types L-P-I-A-Y. away on his com- phone? Oh, my L-P-I-A-Y. God. Lpiay. hope
0: y'all can hear this.
1: L-P-I-A-Y.
0: <laughs> In this week's edition of L-P-I-A-Y. L-P-I-A-Y. You know, Anthony, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not Thanos. I, I'm not... I'm not, I don't want to like murder people.
1: I mean, it's not murdering, it's just making them not exist. They never (sighs) existed. You can't say you killed them if they never existed.
0: But but if I wanted to do like somebody from the past, you know, like Hitler Hitler. or something, then that could have very bad ramifications for the entire universe. So, what I'd probably do is what I saw uh, on a post somewhere instead of killing half the universe, Mm -hmm. double the resources inside the universe uh hey hey does hey. the same thing
1: no 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 no. does no, no, the no, no. same
0: exact thing it doesn't kill anybody so we'll do that hey so that's what we'll do I, t-
1: I i just said like who would you snap away well too bad well, who if or if what if i have
0: the gauntlet you okay,
1: okay who or what so you have freedom of so what to
0: do this is my answer uh this it's a meme the geico gecko <laughs> having the gauntlet why save 15 percent when i could save 50 percent <laughs> that's my answer Boom, snaps away everybody. And he saves 50% or more on okay. Geico. Hey, Geico, you should sponsor us because I actually use your services. And you're, oh, you are pretty man. good. So you should. Geico, uh, I know all the Geico representatives are listening to us right now. So you guys should sponsor us.
1: So I don't really have anyone I'd snap. No, I'm just kidding with you. Yeah, anybody that says Yoss, um, I'm snapping you away. Um, that that trend needs to die. Wow. All right. Anybody that Marginalizing dabs, our listeners right now. Anybody that dabs. Okay. Okay. Mr. Stark, I'm, I don't I'm feel dabbing so at good. him right now just to piss him off. Anybody that uses um, <sighs> Macs and Apple products, What do <laughs> literally joking. half of our <laughs> listeners are on Apple Podcasts, so don't say that. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. So, Matthew, okay, what's let's. The next get... question
0: for next <laughs> to, week.
1: So to get serious, though, I'd probably snap away all of the snakes.
0: Yeah, but snakes have an important role in the eco- ecosystem. You could really screw some stuff up.
1: I don't care if snakes. Okay, black oh, snakes. No, 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 no. Eat
0: other snakes.
1: Yeah, so but I if I snap all snakes away, you're then... gonna just
0: do bad stuff. <laughs> Nobody wants to be Thanos and snap stuff. Or away. roaches. Okay, fat roaches. Are you? Gonna... <laughs> you're just like no. You can't <laughs> snap, away snap away all away. the roaches. Okay, Matthew, we're still we're getting actually pretty close to our time limit. So what's the next question? Anyway, so ooh, I got a question for you.
1: Ooh. Uh, so our next question is gonna be: Jason Voorhees just kicked down your door. What do you say to them? Go ahead. Go away. <laughs> Shoo, what kind of bills are you paying to knock in my door? <laughs> yeah, anyway,
0: <exactly>. IRS.
1: <laughs> IRS, open up. Anyway, so go ahead, type up your answers. Go ahead and put the let hashtag us know on our social media Yeah, let pages. us know on our social media pages. Which are um, Back from the Grid podcasts. On Facebook. On Facebook, Twitter, and nope. Twitch.
0: Twitter and Twitch are different. Back from the grid is oh, all it is. I tried. So I got tried. one out of you were three. Close. You were close. That's
1: a failing grade. That's all right. Anyways, so. Anyways, let yeah, us know, go guys. On, go ahead and leave the hashtag Lapaya uh, Jason. And, uh, yeah. And I'll see you in the next episode. All right, guys.
0: Before we leave. Hang on just a second, about skipped over something. We wanted to just let you know again, right at the end of the podcast, that we will be streaming on Monday, the 14th of October, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., playing some Civ 5. You guys can play with us if you want, so come on out, say hi, hang out. It's going to be a great time. We're looking forward to seeing you all there and all that good stuff. So, without further ado, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a great ride with you guys today. It's been a little controversial, but that's okay. Sometimes that's going to happen. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you on the, next, the next exciting, exciting episode, episode
1: of the Back, of Back from the from the grid grid podcast.
0: the Peace.